Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad. And I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Say goodbye to diluted creams and serums that are often made up of 70% water and 15% preservatives, leaving minimal space for the ingredients your skin craves. The scientists behind fiber skincare have spent 15 years perfecting nanofibers, which are 500 times smaller than human hair. And just one year ago, they patented a way of wrapping these nanofibers around oil or liquid-based ingredients. The result was a formula that delivers five times more active ingredients compared to creams or serums with no need for fillers like water preservatives or emulsifiers. The first formulation made with this technology is a plant-based anti-wrinkle set of patches that you use over seven days, applying them just like your favorite serums. Your skin will feel tighter in 10 seconds and over seven days, the program is clinically proven to reduce wrinkles by 19.4%. In fact, they have a tighter skin guarantee where if your skin isn't tighter in seven days, they will give you your money back. No questions asked. Go to fiberskincare.com and use code unfiltered for 15% off. Is energy just for medicine or do you think that you can change your energy or are you born with the energy? So like when you walk into a room, I mean, we can feel energy. Drop it like a hat. 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 Natalie, what do I do? <laughs> I hope it's giddy giddy. Hi. Uh, we've, we've been talking about you for so long in our DMs with Katie Hilborn. Yes. Yes. It's so nice to meet you. 
it's so nice to meet you. We are going to do your intro and we both read the letter and I think it's an important letter to start with before the, the conversation and the podcast. Um, would you prefer to introduce yourself or would you prefer we did it? We always ask people because sometimes uh, people intro themselves better than we do. No, you guys are good. I don't like introducing <laughs> myself. You don't? <laughs> Neither do we. It's like, I say it, everyone, we say it all the time. <laughs> we say it different every time. Asha Frost is an Indigenous medicine woman and a member of the Chippewas of Nash, Nawash First Nations. First Nation, not S. She is the best-selling author of You Are the Medicine and has guided thousands of people through profound and lasting transformation. She is from the Crane Clan, the totem of leadership, and believes in holding space for the vision and heart. As an energy healer, homeopath, and mentor, Asha has blended her life experience with her innate gifts and the wisdom of her ancestors. She loves sharing her medicine in powerful way through ceremonies, teachings, and speaking events. Through this work, she loves seeing people reclaim their roots, find their healing wisdom, and rise into their power. The medicine creates around the third the book You Are, The Medicine, centers around the 13 full moons of the year and invites folks into how to use Indigenous teachings in a respectful manner. And you know, there's a quote you used on your website, appreciate, not appropriate. And I was like, that is, that's such an amazing way to, to say it because when I signed up for the blog, it's like, do this, like try this. And I love this. And your letter really is, something that everybody should read mm -hmm. and hear. And we will post it when this goes live on Instagram so people mm -hmm. can actually read it because I think it is something to almost screenshot and save to your, your phone. But it's also so am amazing that we get to hear it from your mouth. Amazing. Yeah. And it's in my book. It's in my book. If you want an actual copy of it, it's in my book. So uh, this letter went viral, goodness, in 2019. And it wasn't expect, I wasn't expecting it to go viral, but I will read it here. And I hope that the words touch you in some way. It's called Dear White Woman Who Wants to Be Like Me. I get it. You see the moccasins and the beaded earrings, the cheekbones and the drum, the smudge bowl and the feathers. It all looks so exotic. Something you want to be a part of, something you want to consume. And you think that maybe if you borrow a few of these things, you too can connect to the earth more deeply, to the ancestral wisdom, to the spirit world. I've heard it time and time again. I wish I was you. I would love to be native. You're so lucky. I was native in a past life. I really want a status card and I think I have native blood. Can you tell me how to get one? Again and again, I've heard these things from you and my heart pains and my throat closes and my tears get swallowed. Do you know really what you're saying? Do you really know what you're asking for? I love my heritage. I'm proud of who I am. Even when I wear my beaded earrings and people whisper behind my back asking, who does she think she is? Even when I walk in my mucklucks and teen teenagers shout Indian calls at me. Even when I'm discriminated against when I enter the hospital. I love who I am. I'm a proud Anishinaabe Ojibwe woman. And it's taken me 42 years to get here. So dear white woman, I want to ask you this. I know that you would take on the dream catchers and the powwows. I know that you would take on the headdress and the sage. I know that you would take on the wisdom and the beauty. But do you want the rest of it? Truly? Would you like to experience people asking to collaborate with you so they can receive grants intended for Indigenous creators for their work? Would you like to be seen and treated as less than when you have pneumonia and are of desperate need of hospital care? Ask by medical professionals how much alcohol you've had to drink when all you need is medicine. 
Would you like to have big dreams and wonder every single day whether you will still be able to rise in this current system? Would you like to feel physically ill every time you read the comments section and see the horrible view society has about your people? Would you like to shake violently afterwards and wonder if you and your children are safe in this world? Would you take on a painful chronic illness and wonder if part of the reason you have it is due to the oppression and pain your people have experienced? Would you take all of this on too? I look around at a world that has reduced me to a costume, a world that has romanticized me into a character, a world that takes the teachings of my people and uses them without any acknowledgement or an invitation for us to join them on their stage. This is the world we live in. And so dear white woman who wants to be like me, are you willing to take on all of it or just the pretty parts? Are you willing to take on the trauma or just the wisdom? Are you willing to deal with the intergenerational trauma of the residential schools and the alcohol and the suicide and the violence and the genocide? Are you willing to carry all of that in your cells, your blood and your tissue, ready to do the work every single day to heal this so you can make sure your children don't have to carry it as you have? Dear white woman who wants to be like me, do you? Or can you be like you and reconnect to your own sacred medicines, your own beautiful ancestry, your own power, presence and brilliance? I see you wanting to, I see you aspiring to, I see you reconnecting. Can you be like you as I reclaim and remember me? And then we can finally walk in right relation to each other. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. It is so it's, beautiful. Yeah, it's such a, I think it's, it, I think everyone can hear that and um, take something from it because it's a reflection of, of what people say every day all the time. And then there's days that come up and it's like, let's all talk about it for one day. And then we all go back to, to life with that, without that story. And that's like a story that can touch you and hopefully go with people every day rather than for one day when you hear a perspective that's different, you know, and we, we never like to say that there's, um, we can never retell your story. And that's why we have people on the podcast so we can hear other people's stories. And, 
Um, you're not here to educate our audience. There are a million resources. They can go to your blog and, you know, they can go to your website. And we're here to talk to you as a mom, a busy mom with uh, two, two children. Two yep. boys. Two, two yep. boys. Yep. How, old How old are old they? Are uh, five and ten. Oh, oh living we're in there. Our world. We're, ten, we're there. And you're an, an energy healer. In terms of energy healing, what does that, what does that mean? Hmm. Well, I was a homeopath for 15 years and homeopathy is a form of energy medicine. So it's like a diluted form of a substance. So I practiced with a practice with thousands of people, giving them an energy form of a substance that helped them to come back to wholeness and wellness. And during that time, I started to train with some indigenous medicine people to learn um, how to invite those, like those medicine practices of my ancestors into my, into my healing practice. So energy work is sort of connecting to the energy body, the energy field, the spirit world, um, the connection that my ancestors have always felt. And mm-hmm. it's working through sort of those really um, beautiful aspects of, of ourselves that we don't necessarily see with our naked eye, but there's, there's so much to be um, un- to unfold and be examined and be kind of come up around our energy field. And the biggest way I know this is that I have lupus and I've worked on my own journey trying to heal myself for the past, gosh, since I was 17. So energy medicine has been a huge part of me um, coming back to wholeness in my own body. Do you think any, can you practice it on your own? Like it's like, can anybody from any background or culture practice it on their own? Or is it something you help them guide them through? And I know you have a book, like what's the best way for, can people take something? I think I know this answer, but I'd love to hear it from you. Can, can we all practice this? Oh, I believe all of us can. I mean, we're all energy, right? And Uh people, we believe that everything is energy. So spirit, there's a spirit for everything. There's in our rocks, our water, the soil, the plants. So it's about connecting to that that unseen world, I think, that we don't always learn about in school. And um, if you just if you just rub your hands together, right, and then you spread them apart, you can feel the energy that's there that you are yeah. initiating. And that's why my book is called You Are the Medicine, because I believe that, well, I've seen in my own life that I have healing gifts and powers and medicine within me, and my body can heal itself. And I believe we all can do this. Of course, the medical system does beautiful things too, but mm. I, I've learned that just tuning into my own energetic frequency and using that as medicine has really helped myself and thousands of people that I've served. That sounds like, that sounds like, it's like, it's like organizing what's going on naturally inside of you. And I think about like a mom's world, you have two boys, everything is just so hectic all the time. It's like, we never, even just you saying that like makes sense, but it's like, we don't stop. We just keep go, 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 try and fix the problem, keep on going and never stop to think about actually the energy that's within our own bodies. Um, when you're, when you're dealing with your sons, um, and you're like, I, I just like, I'm thinking about how we could not only be able to, uh, heal ourselves and feel the energy within us, but then share that with our children. How is like a busy mom, do you do you make that all happen? Exactly. Teach it. How do you teach it to them? To them and to yourself. And even the sound of your voice sounds like calming. <laughs> it's the opposite of us. 
I know. I'm like, this sounds like we should really, we should really tap in. Can you in. move in with us? Uh, <laughs> yeah. Well, we have a lot of, I do a lot of nervous system practices around the home and like, I am not perfect at this by any means, especially during the pandemic. I feel like they were running around and two boys are very, my boys are very busy. We don't have a big house. So they just do laps and my nervous <laughs> system gets so agitated. And I, I have to really practice. Like I, I'm really sensitive. My nervous system is kind of like up all the time and then we're screaming and they're throwing Lego at each other. I have to really practice like um, breathing, shaking. I shake my body a lot to just like shake off the energy because I just can soak all of that up. So we practice a lot of ways to kind of like be responsible for the energy we're taking into a room, be responsible to the energy we're bringing to others. Those things are really th things that I try to talk to them. And we talk a lot about like um, if somebody's sick, you know, what animal do you think that they might need from a spirit level? And can we offer a prayer with some plant medicine to the earth. So I try to teach them about ritual and connection and caring and all of the things that I think are important for our hearts to know. Um, so those things are age appropriate and shared to them in that way. But there's a lot of, um, I'm always, I'm so amazed that I got two boys because I, I, it really stretches me. It stretches me to breathe and they are so busy and they like to yell. So it's and, yes. they, that yeah, they yelling. What is that? I don't know what that is. They're just so loud and not because I really do feel like because I have three boys and one girl, and I've always felt that like males and females are so 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 different. And I try obviously there are sons, so we're trying to understand them and where they're coming from. But it's like it doesn't come as naturally as it would like with my girl because it's like I was a girl your age at one time, but for the boys, woo. Um, when you, when you talk, okay, so I'm assuming spirituality is no energy is also in your brain and something you kind of have to believe is bigger than you. Like it's like it's body. So like, it's kind of everything has to become, you almost have to view things in a, I'm, I'm guessing you correct me if I'm wrong, because my daughters go to a school where they bring in, a, in, a, in two indigenous leaders, yeah. but they go into the forest because the indigenous leaders prefer not to go into the institution. So they go to the forest and I like, it stuck with me so strongly because they celebrate um, indigenous practices rather than just talk about history. They talk about the history, but then I, they're really trying to ground them in the beauty. It's not just of, education, but their experience. Yeah. They teach them, they teach them teachings. Right. And so they, they went to the, their, this was in grade six and they were in the forest. So they go to the ravine and she said that, um, she said, we were on the car driving. It was a random day. And she goes, Hey mom, did you know that in, in some of the, cause in the clans, right. Indigenous clan, like the different clans, that when a, a girl gets her period, she gets she gets celebrated and gets to make adult decisions within the, within the elders. So she it's something that they get to actually take action on and and be celebrated. And she's like, well, why don't we do yeah. that? She's and the I best was, thing we've ever heard about a period in our lives to date. And she didn't she didn't have her period at that point. And I thought to myself, I'm like, there's so much shame and negativity for, you know, our girls around this and, and men are like, you like oh. the conversation is like gross and don't show me and hide it. And I thought, my gosh, like that is a perspective that would align with your spirit and take with you for life as a female that, you know, even that one moment, you know, I, I, 
that is so beautiful. And I'm assuming that that would be some, some of a healing process for the, the girls who get to celebrate that and make that decision. Whereas most of us are, are walking through shame. Is that something you think we can apply? Like, is that an example of spiritual healing or healing medicine healing? Do you think? Yeah. I mean, I think that's the wholeness, right? We we've like separated ourselves from all of these That's a rite of passage. And I will say my mom, she held that as like in our teachings, it's the most powerful time when you're menstruating. It's she held that like for me when I was growing up and she, you know, bought me all the books and I was like addicted to, are you there? Goddess me, Margaret. I think I read it like a thousand times. Yeah. 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 Like like, that was my favorite. I just felt so um, connected to that as power Um, as indigenous women, when we're, when we're menstruating, we're not supposed to be doing ceremony or holding any medicine tools or doing using medicine because our power can actually take over those medicines. So we've always known that that is like the most powerful time. And that's how that rite of passage is a ceremony and it is so brilliant and it's so beautiful. And it's something that I try to teach my boys Um, every year in October, we have, um, we raise menstrual products for our uh, sisters up North or beings who have wombs. And um, my boys help to pack all the packages. So we have like my whole hallways filled with tampons and pads and we talk about, like why this is so powerful and how they're being a part of like helping. And um, I think it's just opening the conversation, but we have been so shamed and that part, that part of our power has been so suppressed. So if we could see it as that like powerful time and also our society's like hustle, if we've got hustle, hustle culture, so we're never allowed to rest. And really that's mm-hmm. the time we're the most intuitive or the most connected. It's called our moon time. So it's the time where we are reflecting and integrating so much. And if our society was set up or we could like actually take rest for three days and be taken care of. I think that I think our world would change. Mm. Oh my gosh. And the, and I feel like like the men would respect what's happening in our bodies so much more if they saw it that way, instead of like, Oh, this and, again. And I see that I see like our daughters at the age where they are in sports and like, they all just have to pretend nothing. Like it, it doesn't exist. It's like, get up, move on, carry on. Like you have cramps. Oh, well, like take some, take some Advil and go to school. Like there's no, it's like, it's like, it doesn't exist for feet. It's like, they have to pretend it doesn't happen. I feel like, you know, what, how we've all been taught, just carry on, pretend it doesn't happen, figure it out, move on. And it's like, you're not in tune with like this, this energy that you're talking about because so much right now of the pop culture is like, retrograde and mercury and like all of these conversations about the moon right and what it's doing to people but these these are teachings that you guys have tune into to use as like the indigenous culture uses as something to be aware of rather than trending that everything's gone to shit because of retrograde you know like all the computers are gone how are you how do you how is it when that conversation is so negative around the moon and retro like is that a is that a conversation that you hear a lot from like western society that we always talk about because we do i think yeah yeah i think i think it's interesting i mean i think if you viewed everything as medicine like even things that maybe we um see as dark or negative we can always see like well what is the medicine that when we transform that and we are cyclical beings i think it's so important 
for some reason, we've been like conditioned to be like, we don't go through cycles, but the earth goes through cycles. She never stops, right? She's, she never like stops and fall. I'm like, oh, I'm not going to go to winter. It's like, no, no, she, she goes through death then she goes through rest. Then she goes through um, rebirth. Then she goes through like celebration. And I think if we just looked at the earth and the cycles and I'm like, oh, right. We live on this earth. We are earth. We are land. We go through these cycles too, even through retrograde, like there's medicine and there's beauty in retrograde, but our society loves to have that negative bias, um, even around rest, right? Like, it's like, there are two seasons where there's death happening and leaves are falling and things are quieting down. And then there's winter where we're resting and hibernating that we just completely ignore. We, we are scared of like the dying, letting go surrender phase, and we are terrified of resting. So it's like, that's half of the year that we are disconnected from. So I think that indigenous um, teachings teach us like that cyclical beingness that we all carry. It's something that needs to be embraced. And I think that our like capitalistic colonial energy pulling us out of that, it's always going to be a challenge until we claim it and say, listen, this is like, this is in our bones and our blood, all of us. And all we have men to do- men, men too, men too, men, men go through yes. cycles too. That's the we biggest do. myth out there that they're like, no, it's, I'm like, no, y'all go through cycles too. Like that is, we all go through cycles. It's not just women. Yes, yes, yes. And men are such an important part of like dismantling these these constructs, right? Like they need to be part of this. We're working together. It's not us versus them. It's like, how do we work together to dismantle all of this way that we've all been conditioned? We've all been born into. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. This may be a really dumb question, but in terms of energy and like the moons that, that your book goes through, like, um, energy and manifestation and you know like the the energy I, I need to understand energy in terms of like the way is energy just for medicine or do you think that you can change your energy or are you born with the energy so like when you walk into a room I mean we can feel energy right away like when you get something negative you're like oh my gosh what is that is that something that you're born with or can we like change it? Tap in. Can we yeah. teach our children to tap in better? Like, I have seen evil energy before and I'm like, is that something you can change? 
Oh my goodness. Yes. I mean, I think it's about consciousness, right? I think if you're bringing negative energy around, you're not conscious of what you're doing. You're not conscious of what you're spilling out. Like, as I said before, like, what is the energy? Are we consciously bringing into a space, into a room? Um, I think it does take practice. Sometimes maybe like clearing, walking outside can change your energy, right? Just like letting go of the stuff. If you're highly sensitive, a lot of the people I serve in my communities are highly sensitive, empathic, beings who like feel so much and take it on. So a lot of the practices I do is like teaching them how to release that and how to not, not like, you know, set boundaries and not be that like, oh my gosh, I feel everything. I'm taking it all on into me because there's going to be, there's always light and dark. There's always balance. So we need to, we need to work with that. So there's practices definitely that you can do to kind of like make sure that your boundaries are secure, your energy field is secure and you're not soaking it all up. Wait, Ashley, that's huge because if that's like, I like, that's so true. You can set energy boundaries because I think so many people just let, they think there's something wrong with, oh God, how do I put this? Uh, I remember um, someone once said that they're, when they go to their in-laws, they feel like they're never good enough because it's a, it's a subtle energy of them not being welcome there, but it's not outward. It's just this weird thing, this, and then they react to it. And I, I, you know, those energies where you're in a family, let's say, and it's, can you put your, is it a mental thing where you're putting your, or there's a practice you can do to say, I'm like, I'm not, it, I'm not going to let repel, that help. I, I repel, repel it. I repel no, I think the first thing is not to shame ourselves because the first thing that I notice we do is there's something wrong with me. Like, why don't they yes. like me or what am I doing wrong? Yes. And that's like a voice that's not yours. So it's just yes. noticing like, oh, right. I'm saying that thing again. Or like, why can't I handle this negative energy? Or why do they feel like they're sending things my way? Believe yourself, like trust yourself. Like you are a gifted, intuitive, with like wise being. So that's number one is like, trust your gut, trust your heart. Like we're being, ta- we're so taught not to trust ourselves. If you need to walk away, if you need to say no, if you need to not go there, like trust that, right? That's so important. And the second thing, you can do people recommend like white bubbling but I don't love the white bubbling because I feel like it makes you even brighter (laughs) to some of that energy Mm -hmm. so I love to like really practice standing on the earth feeling like the the energy of that holding and the soil like the energy of that like grounding energy moving through me and then I just feel like it's coming from the inside out so then I have more protection so for me because I'm indigenous and I use animal medicine I'll grow a bear fur I'll grow a wolf growl like I if I really need to protect myself in spaces that's what I do to make sure that things are just like repelled from my but I have lots of things those are the things that I do with my kids no, but too. that's a good thing for that kids is such a, I mean like it's a visualization of what you want to like it's like everything is so um, useful and powerful that no one has the skills to do because they, what happens is you just react because you think it's, you're like, wait, I'm just going to, oh God. And then you, you, the cycle starts, right? So they could go outside and stand there and then regroup and then go back in and visualize, okay, it's not me. This is not my issue. And I think that that's not just, that's a life. This is a Mm. life. This is a life skill that so many people are missing. And I think that when, we, we talk about these conversations, everyone's going to be like, well, I want to do that, but it, it, they can, if they go through your book and they can, you know, there's ways to practice it. It's not just an indigenous practice, but you can, when you say, uh, appreciate, not appropriate, where is that balance between, you know, um, wanting to appreciate and 
because I think all of, I mean, when I hear what my daughters bring home, I'm like, why can't everybody, why can't we do this in society in every school? Why can't every girl hear this? Where's that line between appreciate and appropriate and, and how do we amplify and not, you know, steal base and, and of course. Yeah. And, you know, I think every Indigenous would have a different, every Indigenous person would have a different response to this. This is sort of my one Indigenous view. And because I am somebody who is teaching um, the masses, most of my community are non-Indigenous folks. So it's, it is sort of a line. But for me, what, what it feels like is I can feel it in my body. And it used to be maybe two years ago on social media with ads and people were just like lighting sage and smudging things and like mm. just make things. Or if they were like um, saying, you know, this person's my spirit animal, like just the trending of taking that that feels like stealing or when you're just not being reverent or respectful, you're not giving back, you know, you're taking all these medicines from indigenous communities, but you're not giving back in any way. You're not uplifting indigenous communities or people just there's, there's ways of reciprocity and reverence. I think, um, of course, I'm not the police. I can't police everybody and know what everybody's doing. <laughs> but I you know, education is powerful. Yeah, like educating it them is because I think there is a way to appreciate and really up, like, you know, really show people that this is, when someone said to us, it's really important to also talk about the beauty, you know, not just the atrocities that happened because it, because the beauty is also what is so unique and what, what needs, what needs to be cultivated and, you know, taught because it is so unique and special. So um, I cut you off. I apologize. No, so okay. what, there's there's what, lots of, there's just lots of ways that I think that um, and that is in my book too, of just like, just suggestions and also reasons why, reasons why it's so harmful. Cause I think if you don't know the reasons why, then you're like, well, what's the big deal? Yeah. But a lot of our medicines were, first of all, in residential school, like my grandparents could not speak their language, medicines were taken away. Um, so you just think about the impact on me, right? Like two generations after that, I don't know my language. I don't have anybody to talk to about my medicines. Uh, like all of that is just stripped from the generations to come. So I have to work really hard at reclaiming that. It has a huge impact when people say get over it it just it just travels down all that trauma and I think that knowing that knowing that it was illegal for us to practice med our own medicines until the 50s like just things like that then you're like oh my goodness that's ridiculous well of course they're gonna feel harm when we're just practicing it with ease and meanwhile in our bones we're like oh my gosh I'm terrified to even go and do a smudge or you know go to ceremony because that wasn't allowed for our grandparents so I think knowing that then you can have compassion for what the reality is right so it's learning the history so we can we can do we can do we can understand it as a, a it's not a holality what's that word as a totality that's a hard word for me, the totality, <laughs> holality, because there's so many different pieces that go, go, go into it. <sighs> Asha, when you, what's the youngest you've worked with? The youngest, youngest person? Probably like four or three. Like that was my favorite children to see in my practice. Yeah. Oh, because <laughs> I have an empath. She's like, she won't watch movies because she's like, she takes it on. She, and she can't watch sports because she feels bad for the losing team. And I'm like, oh dear. Oh dear, yeah, well, we need what, some boundaries what, what, here. What would a four-year-old come come to you for? Well, at the time I was practicing homeopathy. So they would, their parents would be like, oh, my child is like extra sensitive, won't go to school, has ear infections, whatever. So, oh. but then we'd also do a healing. So it would be like, I have my healing table. We would do use crystals and we do a little journey. And the children always were able to do the journey. Like I did, let's find an animal for you. And they'd be like, bear, wolf, 
horse. Like they, they are so connected, right? They don't forget. They haven't forgotten yet. So they know how to do it. Um, and then, and people will come tell me, cause that, that was like 20, maybe 20 years ago. They'll be like 20 years ago, you saw my daughter and she still talks about now she's 25 or something. She still talks about that session with you. So it's like, that just brings me so much joy. Or people say to me, I, I have a lot of stories in my book and they say, I read the legends to my children and they, they love them because they're about the animals and the trees, like talking to each other. And so that just makes my heart so happy. What oh is? Oh my gosh! I need the book. What? What? I I went to go buy it yesterday, but I had I I was. You got distracted. No, I I got a new phone, and all of my login accounts are are gone. So like PayPal was everything was gone, and I was like, I can't remember a password. It, I was like, this is a disaster. What is? For anxiety is huge right now. And after coming out of COVID and, you know, the lockdown, especially in Canada, after two years, I feel like everyone's energy and everything just feels very, um, especially for moms, like really drained, exhausted, no patience. Intense, hectic. Yeah. And the kids, I feel like are, I don't even think we've begun to see the fallout from the children yet. Like, I feel like that's just coming now, you know? Is there something that as moms in, and you're, everyone's going to go buy your book and, you know, you, people will probably want to come see you. What is something we can do as a practice to kind of protect our energy? Because I believe as moms, we are the leaders of the house and the children and they feel exactly, you don't have to say anything and they know what you're feeling. And you could put a smile on your face, but they feel your energy. Is there anything we can do to ground our energy and bring it back a little bit to a place of lightness? Yeah, well, I think the first thing, again, it comes to acknowledgement. I think that we've tried, everybody's trying to move us on. And I think that we're frozen still in trauma. I think there's like, we've been in this free state for two and a half years, especially in Canada, especially in Ontario, like because mm-hmm. we were like the most locked down place. And I, I find myself saying like, I still feel traumatized from like when I wrote my book, like 2020 in the pandemic, like when my kids were running around, I still feel, I still feel that. And I think we're not even saying like, oh my gosh, this has been really freaking hard for all moms, a lot of people, but moms, especially because it was, we all have everything on us anyways. So I think we need to like, be like, oh my gosh. So my first thing is like, how much space do I need? Like, and I'll be like, oh my gosh, I need a freaking universe of space for all this trauma. And I'll envision myself like kind of like screaming it out or like I'll shake and I'll just shake it out. And every day I try to just like, try to unfreeze myself from everything that's been like this because we were literally pushed in our homes. Like mm-hmm. we were squashed and we were suppressed and we were frozen. We were pushed into that. So that's what I like. I often ask myself, how much space does this trauma need? Because our society will be like, you're fine. Get over it. Go on, move on. And like, you have life to live. And I think that we're not acknowledging it in ourselves and in each other and as a whole. So that like some of those nervous system practices feel really important for me every day um, to just make sure that I'm releasing all that. And I guess acknowledgement's the first thing, right? Like yeah. acknowledging that we need to release. And then, and everyone said, don't worry, everything will be fine. And it's like, it, they said all the kids would catch up and they didn't and they haven't. And now we're all slamming things down their throats to try to catch, you know? She literally said to me yesterday, she looked at me in the kitchen. She's like, can you believe that we did that? Like, yeah. Can you believe we did that for two years? And it's like, I know we've had this conversation a million times, but I'm like, no, I, I can't believe like, we it's like that. we've forgotten it, you know, but it's still there. But oh, it's like, it's, still there. it's not, it's like, you just are like, carry on, here we go. And there's so much more fear that our children have. And we have fear that they never even knew of before mm-hmm. uh, that now exists. 
I know everybody needs so much healing right now. Like it's, it's, it's just such a big need. Like I see that, um, I don't have my private practice anymore. Um, so I, I can't offer it in that way, but I, I know that that's like such a big need right now for, for everybody and for children, especially just to feel safe again. I think that feeling of safety, um, mm-hmm. and that comes from like, that comes from a little bit of time, but also some of these practices, like put your feet flat on the earth, like lie on the earth, just feel that, just even feel yourself being held, like feel gravity holding you. That's like a simple practice everybody can do every day to be like, I'm held. That's so simple. I'm safe. You know, you're just telling your body and reminding, right? There's nothing coming at me. There's no like zebra or not zebras, like cheetahs, like trying to come at me or anything. Like I'm safe right here, right now. Wow. I think that's, I mean, that's so, that's like so insightful and I, my, my daughters are so lucky. They get that experience. They get it like once a week they go and they, they learn about why the, my daughter's like, it's going to snow a lot this year. The squirrel's nests are high. And I'm like, you know, they learn, they learn so much. And I'm so thankful they get to under, to understand a little bit more They're they're And I'm, what I'm saying is everyone can have a little bit more access to how we can heal within ourselves and not always be running and chasing. If you go to Asha, Asha, really thank you so much for taking time with us and where we can, we'll link where everyone can find you, but where can people find you and, and can they hire you individually or is it start with your book? What's the process for them? Yeah, right now I don't have um, a private practice anymore. So I, my, on my business is solely online. So, but I do recommend a first place is my book. And um, yes. my book was actually next to your book in the bestsellers for maybe like two weeks. <laughs> so oh I kept my gosh. Which is so awesome. So I'm so glad to actually meet you and be here. Cause it just felt like they, we were like buddies for a little bit there. We um, oh, no, wait, we're buddies now. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm going to, I'm going to buy, buy the book. And there was an online one, but there's also a hard copy. Oh yeah, it's it's in chapters and in indigo. It's yeah, it's yes. everywhere. Okay, yeah. good. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's okay, there. so and buy yeah, the book. And then, yeah, buy the book, and then you know I have online programs that um, sometimes healing circles, moon circles, um, and I have an oracle deck. If anyone knows what that is, I'm coming out with Hay House next year as well, which people can actually use the medicine in their daily the practices and rituals and get lots of beauty from that. You have to tell us what that is because we can't. You can't sell it if we don't know. So what? What would that? What is that? So it's like, it's in lots of spiritual or new age communities. There's, it's like a, it's not like a tarot deck. It's sort of, sort of like that, but like you can do readings for yourself. So there's like 56 cards and you shuffle them and you choose one for like a message for yourself. And they're all sort of based in indigenous teachings. It's beautiful artwork. Um, and that will be available in all the places books are sold as well. So is, wow. the, is so when you, when you take one, your energy is true. It's a reflection of your energy. So yes. you could do it with your kids too. Yes. 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 My kids love doing Oracle card readings. How and often do you do them? Like daily? Like every day. Yeah, every day. Yeah. We do it mostly every day. Does anyone get the same card all the time? Sometimes like my fa- their favorites to do animal spirits and, and they'll, they'll choose it for others. They'll be like, I'll be like, you like use your intuition. Choose one for mommy, choose one for daddy. Like, and they, so it just helps them to connect too to their own, their own knowing. Yeah. And their own feelings. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I can't wait for those too. You have to let us know when yours come out. I will. Do we know when they're coming out? Yeah, it's February 28th uh, next year. Oh, okay. I keep reminding us, please let us okay, know. I will. <laughs> I will. So go to your website. Uh, we'll link that and you're on Instagram and book book everywhere. You can find you. Yes. Yes. We appreciate so much uh, taking the time to speak with us. Thank you so much for having me. It's such a gift to, to meet you. Yeah.
that I'm going to go and I'm going to take my shoes off more. that was a big conversation in the dms yesterday so i was like i need to because i wear my shoes all the time and i'm like i'm going to take off my shoes more so good so good (laughs) thank Thank you you, thank you Bye. Bye. bye bye